Welcome to episode 57 of Nobody Special. On this episode, we panic because the bookstores are closing and learn how to read our Bible. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everybody, welcome to Nobody Special, the show about two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I am Caleb, one of your hosts of Nobody Special. And I'm Danny, your Bible study buddy of Nobody Special. Uh, This is a podcast of two generations of people trying to find God in pop culture politics, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Caleb, how you doing? I'm doing good. Every time you decide to just touch (laughs) that right then. You Uh, didn't hear it. Caleb, um... If I had a sad violin I could play right now, yes, I would. To be honest, I could spend the time trying to find it on. You should. Line. You should. I'm not going to. Um, if it's playing now, then I had a, a surge of inspiration. But let's be honest, it's not. Caleb, I have some sad news. Yes. Lifeway Christian Books. Is closing. Oh, thank goodness! I mean, oh, whoa, that's whoa, terrible. whoa! <laughs> hold on, hold on. Not the 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 actual corporation, but the stores. All the physical right. stores are closing down this year. No, but here's the thing: you got to find the good in all of this, all right? And that's what we're trying uh, to do. Here. Pardon? And I believe that having mm-hmm. access to Christian curriculum and bibles uh-huh for a cheap price is very good <laughs> so a going out of business sale is awesome oh no i did i did absolutely think about that but <laughs> yeah. um like i i'm gonna have the problem that i'm gonna have trouble buying christmas presents this year because i typically don't do that till like the day i need them i'll i i try and Next buy sense. um oh did i tell the story i'm, I'm not even sure if i told the story i got in uh, invited to a Christmas party, and um, I know going to those things that you're supposed to bring presents or something, some kind of right. food, you know, contribute something. Now, right. um, I, I don't know. I just don't. And they told me over and over, like, no, don't bring anything. It's fine. It's fine. And I thought, like, okay, I should um, I should bring something. What did you um, get at Lifeway? Well, he, all, right, all right, so here's the thing I was going to do. They also, they have three kids. Welch's grape juice. They have three kids. Two of them are girls in elementary school, and so I, d- I have no idea what the plan had been for them. But I was right. gonna get them—I was gonna get them, you know, like books or something. Um, so I, th- I was probably gonna get them the Jesus Storybook Bible and then oh. say share it. Oh wait, no, no, that's no, good. that's that the good one. Amazing, that's the good were, one. I thought you said Jesus Calling. I was like, it's overused. It is a fairly good devotional. Idea. Yeah, just don't give it. I've had it. I'm not ready to segue yet. Hold on. What? <laughs> what? No, no. No, I'm two devotionals. No, I'm oh, looking at the notes. Oh. I'm not ready. Hold on. Hold oh, that real thought. Real quick. Hold that thought. Real quick. Okay. My granny. Literally, I'm I in mid-story. No, that's fine. I know, I know. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I get to interrupt you because I'm I'm mean. But my granny is a very, very awesome. I love my granny. Mm-hmm. But I have received Jesus Calling about... 
four different occasions. Then answer the phone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, She's I trying just to tell you something. Continue. Okay, so I was gonna get the two girls the Jesus Storybook Bible because literally I I don't even know how to shop for girls. Period. Right. Let alone girls um, in elementary school. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I was like, here's your uh, DVD of Clockwork Orange. I, I don't it's know. Clockwork Orange. It's not an appropriate movie for children. It's not an appropriate movie for uh, anybody, but anyway. Um, so the boy, because yes. he's in middle school, he's in like sixth grade or seventh grade or something like that. I was going to get him a book to encourage him in his faith because he's starting to think through it and all that. And I got to the teen section and I was going through it and it's either... Um, um, Gosh, it was a book's geared at being a better father. Or uh-huh. no, as no, I'm sorry, I'm saying that wrong. Uh, geared towards teaching boys how to be a man, probably because of the lack of fathers in the home. Um, right. And his dad's amazing, and I <laughs> like and is present. That might be offensive to anyone, but hey, whatever. Um, and the other books are on like sexual purity. Hey. And I was just like, okay. It's never too early to start. <laughs> With his dad, maybe, but that's not the subject yeah. I'm going to breach. <laughs> hey, uh, I was thinking about you as I saw this book. Um, it's mm. called Every Young Man's Battle, and we know. You know, like, I wasn't going to. Like, he's he's 11 or 12 or something. And I'm like, uh, that's not my place, yeah. time, r- r- role. Right. I just don't. I just don't want to. So that was all of it. No, I get um, it. But I do tend to do a last-minute Christmas shopping there. Yes. And because if I get you know, people gifts, I try and be encouraging book gifts, but I also do it like the day before I see them or the day of, and I don't mm-hmm. have Amazon Prime, so I really don't know what I'm going to do now. Hey, get Amazon Prime. <laughs> it, I mean, <laughs> all right, but this is kind of sad, though. They're closing all their stores. Think about the prices. For a brief moment, but isn't that what sin is? Momentary brief pleasure that has longer consequences. Hey, Tom Rayner, that's sinful. No, he's not even the president anymore. Never mind. Tom, you're good. No, but think about it. You get get really good prices. Uh Uh-huh. And then you still get really good prices... And you don't even have to drive this store. You just get it shipped straight to your house. Oh, no. Their prices do not beat Amazon. I love you, Lifeway. Also. <laughs> all right. Also, I, I, um, <laughs> we need to talk. All right. So kind of a funny story. Can I, uh, there's, yeah, I'm really off topic story. here. I have funny stories about going to Lifeway. I had the blue hair dye in. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I had on just like a t-shirt and shorts and that kind of stuff. Right. And every other time I've gone into that store, um, people have just said, like, he looks like he knows what he's doing. As soon as I go in, I get the, hi, can I help you? And I'm like, okay, l- let's do this. And I yeah. just, I was in a mood, cause I, uh, partially because I had blue hair dye in. I was just, Feeling I was angsty. I was in a mood. And so this poor guy who probably had been a freshman at Trinity Bible College or Baptist College or, yeah. you know, that thing. Yeah. You know, he, he's got a great heart. He means... Well, and I just said, hi, I'm trying to find the exegetical commentaries on the book of Revelation. And he went, uh, I don't even know what that is. I think those are back there. I'm like, yeah, no, they are. And I walked back there. Wow. So then I, because I was starting to, yeah, it was really, it was the 
one of the most turdish things I've ever done. Um, and then sure about that. <laughs> one of them. Uh, <laughs> um, so because I was starting off the Bible study I was doing, I had to get three commentaries on Revelation, and then I right. go up to the counter and I put down this like stack of books on Revelation. And and I still have the blue hair and and they go um is that gonna be all for you today as if the, you know they're trying to figure me out and then I was like oh I have my minister's discount card and I pulled that out and the look of confusion was yeah. like I am not sure what's going on here this man got commentaries on Revelation has blue hair and a minister's discount card at a Baptist store. Yep. What's up, Lifeway? That was me. Anyway, I'm gonna miss them though. That's kind of it's a bummer. Gone, but not will forgotten. Be forgotten. No, they <laughs> won't. No, because they're still as a company, they're still there. They just don't uh, have. Are they fronts. gonna have an online bookstore? That that's yeah yeah that'll still be there. there. Hmm? Amazon. Baby. Yeah, they're really not. Like they're not. I mean, I it I'm is curious. Amazon is just killing every business. But I think one day. One day we will be, I think people are going to start to miss the, like, human interaction and, like, you know, community of physical stores. I think that is a thing that people do enjoy, even though some, some, some people. Right. I, I mean, think one day it'll, it'll go back to that. One day. I hope so. Yeah, I just. I really hope we're not headed that direction <laughs> but it's not today and tomorrow's not looking great either like just to be fully honest on that one hey give me hope all right i will that one day probably after 2024 2024 whoever gets this next presidency it's not gonna be good hey we'll see 2024 2024 we're coming president. for you huh why don't you run for president uh burton 2020 do the thing again america i've already thought this through ask me my stance on something anything what is your stance on the birth rate of farm animals in America? Oh, that is a great question that I think deserves our time and effort to put in the best possible answer to this problem in America because we as a country deserve better and can push ahead and progress to our conservative liberal values. I disagree because that was a dumb question. Yeah. It's also a dumb you do answer. Not have my vote. Ah, <laughs> oh, darn it. Oh well, there we go. Um, but do you know who can't run for president? I know of America. Are you trying to segue this. Yeah. Do you know who can't run for president of America? I'm guessing someone who doesn't have a birth certificate in America. It, yeah. Am I mean, right? someone who might be from another country. Yeah, could say. a British man. Yeah, someone who can't, is British. <laughs> unless he was born here or and dual citizen. That would be weird. Can you say the thing about Jesus culture again? I mean, Jesus. Uh, Jesus what? calling. Jesus calling. Can you Jesus say that again? That's a much better segue. A devotional. Hey, speaking of devotionals. There we go. <laughs> a great <laughs> letter came in from our friend across the pond. Who drives on the left side of the road? I'm trying to not make fun of him, you know. No. Um, but also, I need you to judge our British accents. Let's start this out. Oh, let's not. Quick. No, yes. no. There's no good <laughs> you way have to, to do this. Send us an email no. back judging no. who is the best British accent. No, we don't. We don't have to do this. <laughs> this doesn't end well. Caleb, uh, we go on. ahead and read this 
We got a letter from a listener, and it's from... uh, No, go ahead. You want to say it? His name is Fakey McFake. Yes. And uh, he's asking for a little bit of advice. All right, here's the thing, Fakey. All right? (laughs) We haven't even even got to the question yet. We're all like, here's the deal. (laughs) Here's the deal, Fakey. Here's the deal, Jeremy. We have no idea if that's his name. No, it's Fakey. It's Fakey. Your real name is Fakey. Uh, I mean, you might as well just change your birth certificate. Dude, if it actually is, that's like... He's probably just like, yeah, they got my letter and crying, like, <laughs> you know. Poor guy. Yeah, that no one ever makes fun of my name. All right, all right, here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna adjust the mic so I can even see this. Hey guys, <laughs> it's your British friend here. Just letting you know, I'm still listening and enjoying what you guys are doing. Very happy you're back to once a week. Thanks, Fakey. Thank you, Fakey. Can you, uh, as you read this, not make it sound like he's hitting on us? Like, <laughs> can you a little bit? It's like, hey, guys. I'm just chilling up here <laughs> with my Earl Grey. Now, Again, I feel like I'm picking on him, and I'm yeah, not. you are. You are. I'm not. How I, dare you? British stereotypes. I drink Earl Grey, all right? Earl Grey is delicious. Yes. Oolong. Very good. I only sometimes have a right, new short time. So you time. requested me not to, but I'm going to. So No, please don't do this. I have a question. Oh, that's not the thing I thought, but worse. Okay. Go <laughs> All ahead. All right, I'm going normal. I'm terrible at getting into a good routine. Is that how you said? Why, why am I? Routine, saying? yes. Routine, yeah. Of doing daily devotionals. First off, let me just put in a little annotation here. Just read me. The- to <laughs> just, just read the question. <laughs> okay, number one. Do you have any practical suggestions of how to get into this habit? And number two, do you have any suggestions of daily devotionals to read slash listen to? Thanks, and keep up the good work. Hey, thanks, Fakey. Um, no, we don't. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That would be like the worst answer to that question no, possible. Sure. sure don't. Thanks for writing in. Um, uh, no, daily devotionals. I think Caleb kind of made a joke about it, and um, you just you made know, fun of me and told me to keep on reading. Well, yeah, know. because you should have kept on reading. Well, but like, listen, <laughs> it's hard. It is. It's crazy hard. I think you know. There's a lot of courage to even ask this question. Um, I would be lying to you if I've said that I have read my daily devotional in a streak of more than two weeks. <laughs> Just going to be painfully honest. I mean, I'm not saying that I've had a gap like huge after that. It may have been like a day, but I'm not, I'm not good at this. So Yeah, it, it's a difficult thing to do, and I think part of that comes out of um, our, our, our flesh is against the spirit. Yeah, and so our body tends to treat it as if it's an allergy. Yeah. I think that's kind of the a big part of it. So, um, you know, as far as tips go, you know, I'll start there. Um, you know, to get into the habit, schedule it. And I I know that kind of takes all the mysticism out of it and kind of you know turns it into a task. But 
to be honest, I only do thing or I only schedule things that are important. And if it's important, I put it on a calendar so I actually do it. Yeah. I schedule a time. I schedule a place. So all you heathens out there that don't put your devotional on your calendar, get out of here. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, but if it's important, it needs to be important. And important things get scheduled and get priority. Right. Um, if it's just I'll do it as I have time in between the other stuff I've scheduled, then that is, to be honest, pretty telling as far yes. as – our priorities go. Is it an afterthought or is it a scheduled thing? Right. Um, the other thing is, is if people are getting into it and mm-hmm. they've never done this type of thing, uh, don't be discouraged if it's only, you know, five m- minutes. Yeah. If I had been doing no minutes, uh, then five is a good place to start. I think as people grow in this, build this habit, right. there's going to be this um, a longing to do more no i agree yeah but if you know start at the place that a person is and then build out of there if they're not doing anything then start at something and build from there i mean i i yeah i agree with that i mean everything you know it's it's it is kind of like a muscle you know Mm -hmm. um you know you got nobody runs a marathon their first day yeah i mean i think you could i think freaks capable (laughs) it's just i mean yeah my I mean, obviously, I'm not the best at this, but yeah, I mean, I agree. You need a. I believe morning is the best time, and mm-hmm. I have many reasons why. First off, I mean, people people are like, oh, I like to read at nighttime. I don't know. That's kind mm-hmm. of. I'm not judging you, but I am. <laughs> that's weird. You just call people heathens for not putting things in the calendar. <laughs> what? No, but I think. What if they don't do it in the morning? If, that's if you them. do it at night, I mean, like. That, that's fine, but I can't do that. But, I mean, basically my reasoning behind it is I think it's super important to start your day off on the right foot. And I believe the best way to do that is to read the Bible um, mm-hmm. or get your, your time with God. And I think that it's super, I don't know, it just helps me feel super productive too because, mm-hmm. but I, I also think it's just, I don't know. There's something calming about the morning, you know? It's, yeah. But, I mean, every person has their own time. It could be right. if you work, you know, it could be at lunch. You know, if you already have to wake up super, super early, mm-hmm. you don't want to wake up even earlier, which I completely get. Hey, what's up? Um, then do it at lunch, you know? I think it's also a great way to, mm-hmm. you know, you know, show your coworkers what you, uh, you know, what you believe. Right. And, Absolutely. And then... What 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 else am I? I'm, I gotta look at my notes, guys. I think another thing too is as as people are starting this off to go into it and uh, to have a, a you know kind of a spirit of prayer going into it. That this isn't. Yeah. I'm. I mean, there are. I I've, I've been going through the spiritual disciplines on on the blog. There's two kind of competing things there. There's mm-hmm. a study and a meditation. Now. A ton of times people hear study and they just clam up and say, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm out of school or I'm, I only do that for school. Right. Studying scripture is actually a really cool thing because it's our ability to get to know God deeper. And meditation um, is, 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 is this idea of chewing on the word of God and, and letting it speak to us in kind of a deeper context than all of us – tend to do, but yeah. all these things are going into it in the expectation that God is going to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, a good amount of time, I think there's this 
problem of people go into it as I have to have, you know, go through a chapter or I didn't spend time in quiet time. And I know our, our, our podcast has gone over this. I hate that term. I really hate the term quiet time. It sounds like punishment. I can't stand it. Would you have quiet time? What did I do? I hate it. And I can't think of a better term. So if you, I mean, one if you have a could better term, argue, is it allowed time? Uh, sometimes, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell a person, do you have, did you have your loud time? Did you have your loud time? <laughs> did you have your loud time with God? Yeah. What's that? Sounds like, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I, it's definitely true. I mean, prayer is literally our, our way to, you know, talk to God. Mm-hmm. And that should be. One of the main aspects of your quiet time. I mean, absolutely. If you, your relation, if you grow a relationship with anyone, it doesn't happen if you don't talk to them. Right. Um, you know, and I think it's super, super important. Mm-hmm. Also, one thing that helps me, um, and I know we've done this together before, and I've done it with some other people, it helps for a, an extent. Obviously, it's just terrible, but you always fall off at some point. But, you know, well, not always. No, go ahead. They're super super good people that are super good at having their devotionals and I'm really jealous mm-hmm. of them, alright? <laughs> okay. But anyways, find a buddy to do it with. Um, I mean, whether it's you know, one of your friends or if you're in a relationship, you know, do it with your wife or uh, your girlfriend or something, I don't know. Find someone to do, uh, you know, keep you accountable. Right. And whether they, I mean, I think it's great to do it together, like go through a chapter of the Bible together mm-hmm. or a certain devotional together. Absolutely. Um, or, you know, you could just have them, you know, make sure that they text you at this specific time and check up if you did it that day. Um, and I think that's a super, super helpful way See, to keep you into it. I'm always, and in, in I think this is a thing that's getting talked about in our next podcast, so tune in. Um, I'm always concerned that I'm being really annoying and oh. that people hate me because of it. No, Just I, to be honest on that. If I ever kind of drop off on that, it's because I'm like, I bet he hates me. Like, serious? No, seriously. Just, that's you know, what I have on my notes yeah. is find someone who will annoy you. Don't yeah. get that person who like forgets to text you all the time in the first place. I don't like, forget. I'm just scared of being a turd. Like, I know. But there's a reason that I I choose people who will, you know, they know me. Be a turd. Yeah, they will be a turd. (laughs) Forever. But, I mean, it gets you to do it. But you do, I have to to say, I mean, you do have to be careful because sometimes it does get to the point where it's like, oh, I got to start pleasing, you know, this person by doing it. Yeah. I better crack open my Bible before Jeremy texts me and I don't want to have to deal with him. I found, all right, as far as I accountability stuff goes preemptive confession is one of the best things you can ever do because a it just gets it off the chest and gets it out there and it's open and b they can't text you and annoy you if you've already confessed to it it's like double jeopardy you can't do it hey man i forgot to do my quiet time today i'm gonna do it at lunch oh good thanks for doing that hey you're welcome sup g um (laughs) like i don't know preemptive confession not Preemptive as in, I'm going to do a sin later. Um, oh, but preemptive as in, before they have to ask, don't hide it. That's the point of the accountability person, that you don't have to hide things. Just be like, hey, I screwed up. Like, yep. uh, and I think that's a lot easier to do than some of the others. But yeah. All right. Now, Caleb, 
Yes. How do you feel about uh, daily devotional books other than Jesus Calling? <laughs> um, I know people. All right, do you know people that are hardcore? Jesus Calling is heresy. You shouldn't read it. I know people who are super hardcore about that. I think it's okay. I mean, I, honestly, I think that you can. It takes the right, like, you got to know the theology in the first place, but I think that you can, you know, scissor cut things. But I, I haven't read that oh, in yeah. a long time. Yeah. But you can conform anything to the gospel if you really want to. I'm Well, no, I'm not saying conform. The, listen. Let's unpack that one. <laughs> let's unpack it. All right. I said that you can, you can find things that apply, you know, correctly, that they are, are not. Obviously, there can be. Okay, let me just give an example. I can find corn in a turd, but it doesn't mean I should go digging. Like, for... T-shirt idea. Hold on, T-shirt idea. Listen, listen. For, like, our apprenticeship <laughs> at 1122, we, we read books that aren't necessarily Christian. Right. But you can find, you know, right. values that do line up. Sure. You. That's what I'm trying to say. Sure. But you need to have a good basis on to understand the Bible first. Very much so. <laughs> but basically, my, my whole opinion on devotionals... I think they are a great a great way, especially if you're just starting out. Um, I think they're a great way to get you into the groove. Because, yeah. I mean, sure, some people think the Bible is boring, and I think that comes from you. Like you're just not how truly. Do, how do they get there? I know, but I'm. Saying, how do they get there? <laughs> I think it comes from you. People not really the Bible's you know, awesome. understanding you know everything uh-huh. yet, and I think that devotionals are a great you know segue for that. To be honest, I don't think I personally believe a devotional should be. I mean, your daily devotional should be the Bible eventually, and I think that you know just a straight up mm-hmm. raw Bible going through a right. chapter or like half a chapter a day is super. I mean, I that's the way I personally do it, mm-hmm. um, but. I mean, obviously, it's not. There's. I wouldn't say that there's a like you have to do it this way or this mm-hmm. way. I mean, I think whatever works best and whatever helps you connect to God the best is mm-hmm. the best way. Yeah, I I do think there there. So all right, the joke about um, writing devotionals is that it's the lowest form of Christian. Um, writing if it can be called that because mm-hmm. it's it's only 150 words it doesn't tend to go deep or any of that it's just kind of you know daily inspirational quotes that start off a person's thing and you know that's not you know that's not bad right. um to a person that is starving McDonald's will do mm-hmm. um to a person that is Accustomed to having, uh, you know, a, a, a five course meal and all that, going back to McDonald's doesn't make any sense at all. Right. So it's it's this good place of if if a person isn't doing anything, doesn't know how to, you know, go through anything, start a, a thing. And I'm not too picky on, on on the front end. Now, granted, you know, not all devotionals are created the same. Some are good. Some are actually challenging. I'd say if a person has to go through a devotional, the one by Oswald Chambers, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Great thing to go through. And it's not that complex and it's sh- short and is a good place to start. But right. at some point, 
You gotta graduate kindergarten. That sounded way Dang. meaner than I meant it to. <laughs> Dang. That was hot take. <laughs> that was a little harder than I meant it to be, but we're gonna go with it. No, I mean, but at yeah. some point though, you gotta go deeper than just I had two minutes in the a morning and I've checked off the devotional box. Right. Um, kind of the same thing on those Bible plans on the Bible app. Some of them are great. A lot of them are trash, and I have no problem saying that because yeah. I know people that they've been – I'm not trying to like come off as judgy or anything. Well, maybe a little bit, whatever. Um, you know, These are people that have been Christian for like 20. I did a plan. I'm like, you didn't do a plan. Yeah. You know, I'm, I mean – I'm a fan of pick a book, power through. Right. I think that – yeah, I, I, I believe that eventually every Christian should just read raw – Raw Bible. I, okay, uh-huh. here's a good comparison. Coffee. You know, when you first get into coffee, you know, you're a teenager, you need something to keep you awake. Okay, let's settle down, because I know where this is going. What? You're on notice. Go ahead. Anyways. Mm-hmm. I mean, some everyone's different, and this yeah. is true in, yeah. you know, in our personal lives, too. Uh-huh. Some people, but typically, let's just say typically, <laughs> I... <laughs> No, typically, we're this going is there. A stereotypical route for coffee drinkers. You you start off, you know, you're a young teenager who's just way freaking tired from school, and and you need coffee. So you you have to make it tolerable, though. You know, it's 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 like offending to your taste buds at first. And so you you put cream and you put sugar in it. You put a lot in okay. there. First of all, they start off on the frappuccino. That is like there's yes. no coffee. Hey guys. There's no coffee in that. <laughs> yeah. They have to add coffee flavoring. And, Think about that. And then... There's no coffee in that. And for a British friend, I don't know what you do. I just think no, about they, tea for No, this. they add cream to tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm it's saying, great. I'm saying tea. It's great. I don't know what if you drink coffee or tea there. But anyways, continuing. But eventually you, you grow in your, in your taste buds and you put less and less and... Like me, eventually mm. you just end up straight black coffee. Just a nice raw <laughs> bean juice, and it's delicious. Strike one. But Danny, on the other hand, <laughs> still drinks a white I'm, coffee. I'm with... not up to big boy coffee yet. <laughs> but I'm saying that's that's kind of how... My coffee you see what I'm saying looks there, like my skin tone by the time I'm done creaming it. Yeah. I, I would say the... Very white. <laughs> the The... The Bible is kind of similar. But, I mean... Are you saying my coffee is unbiblical? That's a, that's a backdoor insult right there. But basically, no, it comes down to this. There's only one, one book in all of the universe that is God-breathed, and that is the Bible. Yeah. And there can be books that talk about the Bible, um, that help you dive a bit more into the Bible, but there's mm-hmm. only one book that is the actual God-breathed thing. Right. And I think that eventually, eventually, I mean, I'm not saying you have to start there, but eventually you should work towards that. And I think that you'll have desire for that too. Like right. it'll work within you. Right. Which is, I mean, yeah. It, it just... Right. That's part of the spirit stirring up in a person to crave God more. Right. It's, it's you know, on our own, we don't tend to crave God, mm-hmm. but in, in, in giving... You know, a how a home to the spirit to be able to stir some stuff up. The spirit craves God in us on our behalf, yeah. Which is just a real trippy thing to even think about. It's like on His behalf, super I need nice more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet, cool. Because I'm super bad at this. Yeah. 
Um, I I have said all right. So I started. Um, you know, I was jogging, doing a whole bunch of stuff in the mornings, and I'd been going through podcasts. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'd say this podcast even got birthed out of that. I I was probably doing one or two podcasts every day. My gosh. Yeah. Well, so they start off. They were comedy podcasts, podcasts and they're funny. <laughs> they're good stuff, right. and uh, but they were inappropriate. Um, and I I got to this point of okay, hold on, it's affecting me mm-hmm. because I was angrier, stressed out, and all that. So right. I changed it up to sermons. Now, granted, the sermon isn't the same as a devotional or anything else, and. Um, it's important that before I understand what other people are speaking about the Bible, to just go to the Bible. Uh, it's important yeah. to do that. But I'm talking about, you know, cramming stuff in the brain. I switched to uh, different churches and sermons because it was affecting me, and I can't I I can't do audiobooks because right. they're usually narrated boring. Um, and you know, just pushing play on the Bible, I hear none of it. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't, I'm, I'm a visual person. So, so I got to do that. But switching to sermons, it helped because it put the attention I have on God and, and it helped to stir up that, um, a kind of a hunger towards God. But I mean, right. all, all that to say the goal of, of getting into the Bible isn't to read the Bible. It's to chase God. Mm-hmm. And understanding what it is all of us are trying to do, I think, is very helpful to this. Right. Uh, because it isn't about I put a check by a box and then I've I've done my Christian duty for today. Yeah. It's that I've I I I've tried to understand or I've I've come to God and said, "Teach me." Yeah. And m- make me m- more l- like y- y- you, and I think that's the m- most important part. Yeah, I think that that I mean, whether you're reading a devotional or the Bible, mm-hmm. pray. I mean, pray that God would mm-hmm. speak to you through it. I mean, Absolutely, because the Bible is. I mean, it's it's there as something that helps convict us to ultimately, you know, be more like God. I mean, it's it helps us with our process of sanctification, mm-hmm. and yeah. So pray, read yeah. the Bible. Read a devotional, whatever gets you in the groove. Um, and and yeah. be accountable to others in the process. All right, Fakie? Yeah. Right. Speaking of the Bible, that does bring us to a segment that oftentimes gets cut because I put it at the end of the show, and I'm sorry, but if we cut it on this episode, then we are terrible people. Yes. Truly terrible people. So we have a Bible bros. And a scripture sisters. Um, Caleb... You wow. had picked out Romans what is eight. This? Is this ESV? Yeah. Yes, it's ESV. <laughs> Romans eight, and I I just want to plug it. Uh, there's a church being planted in California Ooh, yeah. in the next few months. Red Line Church. I know the guy planting it. He's a good friend, and uh, you should check it out and give them lots of money. Yes. Um. They he didn't pay for that ad, but it's a place you that could. needs it though. I mean, California yeah. is seriously especially a, a drought. Encinitas. Yeah. A drought. Um. They're yeah. Encinitas. But anyway. Romans 8, 1 through 6. All right. You guys ready? All right, all right, all right. I got to adjust my mic again. Sorry, because this is just... Yeah, it's been five minutes. Yes. (laughs) All right. 
This uh, this section is life in the spirit. Oh, don't read! No, no, no! Sorry, don't read the sections. They are not in there. They're not in the original text. Go ahead. I sorry, I just did. Whatever. All right. Oh, and don't read the numbers. I'm sorry. No Eight. pet peeves. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Semicolon. One. It's not in there. Okay. All right. Are ahead. we ready? Yeah, I guess. There is therefore now. Whoa. There is therefore you good? <laughs> now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteousness requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit of life in... Wait, on the Spirit is life and peace. There we go. Awesome. Uh, I mean, this is... Um, Romans 8's fantastic. Yeah, keep on reading, all right? We just yeah. had to stop it for the sake of time. Right. But this whole chapter is you know, but so it, good. It kind of speaks to a thing we brought up a few minutes ago that our, our flesh and the spirit... You know, our, our flesh anti-craves the spirit. It needs to be put to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the good part about putting our flesh to death is the life that comes to the Spirit through Jesus Christ. Right. And I think that's a big part of this passage is is understanding that as they're talking about uh, putting to death the, the flesh, it's because it's already dead. Yeah. It's it's not it's not gonna make it through this. So as far as flesh goes, it's it's this idea of trying to save us from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this is this is so good. I mean everything about this. I mean even if I mean if you're if you're not a believer, I mean this is just the greatest explanation for the gospel. I mean there's for what Jesus did. I mean there's for now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, and that basically means. Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and in those who believe in Him and declare Him as, you know, his, our, their Lord and Savior. I mean, th- there's no condemnation now. Your sin does not mm-hmm. get to identify you. Right. Your identity is in Jesus, and He takes place and gives us our righteousness that is not our own, but it's His. We Absolutely. did nothing, and we can't do anything to earn it. I mean, that's just. That's mm-hmm. what this whole chapter is about, and that's why it's so good to read. And and I think there are too many Christians that are staying in condemnation of some kind because it, they feel even after they've come to Christ that they've you know people still sin, and they think well, well no because it happened after I came to Christ I am a bad Christian or I'm probably not a Christian and 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 they end up doing the stuff of rededicating over and over and over and over, but that's yeah. because they're feeling the condemnation of their action, and that isn't coming out of God. Yeah. Now, there's a difference between that and conviction of the Holy Spirit, yeah. but condemn- 
A nation tells a person that they and their identity are worth nothing. Mm-hmm. And and that isn't found in scripture here. Right. It's it's this idea that that although our flesh had been killing us, there is life through Jesus Christ. Right. And and there are are, are too many Christians that uh, that they either hold themselves or others in condemnation because of their action. Yeah. Hey, people, we're all going to screw up. Yeah. Be gentle to each other. Yeah. All of us still need grace, and and the gospel is preached over and over to people that understand it because they need it even more. Right. I mean, it's just, when people say good news, I mean, that's just what it is. Absolutely. It's good news. I mean... We don't have to do anything. I mean, it's so much. Uh, I mean, that's where my desire comes to want to do better. And to, you mm-hmm. know, that's where the desire is to read the Bible. I mean, mm-hmm. it's to hold it up. Um, or, I mean, well, many people use this term, but like as, as a mirror, you know, and mm-hmm. to see where our sins are and, right. and to help the Holy Spirit. I mean, it, the Holy Spirit convicts us through right. the Bible and through many things in life, but, and that's, that's, it's not because Jesus wasn't enough. It's because the closer, I mean, the more flesh we cut mm-hmm. off, the closer we can right. get to God. And that's a good thing. I right. Mean, and, and it, it isn't that Jesus isn't everything. I mean, cause that's, if, if it had just been Christ, you know, that is more than enough. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool part of God is, is there's this passion and, want to bless people by uh, not only giving Christ in the form of man, but also to implant the Holy Spirit inside of them. That's like, hey, the cross, it was totally great and good enough. Here's something else. God wants all of us to be in connection with him. That's the whole idea of sending the Holy Spirit is, is that God is more than enough. Christ is more than enough to be a man to take on the image of a man, to take on the form yeah. of a man, but the spirit comes inside of us to kind of stir some things up and it's fantastic. Right. So, no, yeah. I mean, Romans 8 is great. Yes. Hey, uh, Fakey, start there. Start on Romans 8. Um, or John. I know I'm going through the Bible study on John on the gospeloutpost.com. Yes, uh, plug, plug, plug. We're going through that slowly, but we're still having fun doing it. So please check that out. Uh, I'll put a link in the description, maybe. Right. If I remember. Uh, Caleb, if they're interested in sending a question, where can they do that? You can go to the gospeloutpost slash nobody special. Thegospelpost.com slash nobody special. You left out I'm the sorry, dot com. I'm sorry. All right. You left go out to the gospelpost.com slash nobody special. And then at the bottom of the page, there will be a little area where you can ask not, us questions not that or long say hello. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes our day. I mean, yeah. it, it really does. Caleb and I stop and text each other. Oh, my gosh. We're going to thing. So, yeah. Um, also, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram and not Twitter. Not Twitter. Twitter can just fly away. Get like the tweet, like, huh? like it's a bird joke. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think that is. Wait, one more time. One more time. I I think mainly if you can't give, pray for this church. Um, that it would, you know, that the gospel would further, for, go further. <laughs> Redline Church, ca dot com. Please yeah. check them out. Go give, pray. Um, you know, 
Seriously. I mean, California needs it. and Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's it, though. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for me. So I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody Special. Special.